0: Gaming Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere, only on Gaming Uncensored.
1: thousand miles of barren wasteland
0: two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain this is gaming uncensored
1: Your Gaming Uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus, a man on wheels, and a Yeti with a
0: modem, Jamie and Tommy. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and back from the dead, this is Gaming Uncensored. (laughs) And, of course, Tommy's sitting over there. What's up, man?
1: Not not much. We've had a, a lot of Back from the Dead episodes uh, well, recently. <laughs> this,
0: I, I got to tell you, we're, we're going to talk a lot about this because um, I'm I'm really uh, frustrated about what happened. I, I, we just have to say, and it seems like we say it every show, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're not leaving. <laughs> like... Like we may end up in a hospital, right. on like a respirator, <laughs> and I may be like typing stuff out <laughs> as we do the show, but we're not going anywhere. And and I feel like I continually have to say that because we take month breaks right in between shows, so. All that being said, uh, what's up, sir? Not not much. We uh, we, we actually, believe
1: it or not, we've been off for a while. We don't have that much show notes uh, to talk about uh, on this show. We've got plenty to talk about. Yes, we do. Just because we haven't hardly talked to each other in a, about a month. And so we've got lots yeah. to catch up on. We're going to talk about the Mario movie, uh, some news about it, but both, we've just both seen it. And so we need to talk about that as well. Uh, we've got some Diablo news. I know you've been playing some Diablo. And so yes. that'll tie in uh, nicely as well. And, and, a, and a handful of other things. Go by the show notes. Gaming uh, because we still won't talk about everything but there's just not a whole lot going on because there's going to be a whole lot going on in the coming weeks and months with video game stuff like we're in that little lull period right now that used to be the pre-E3 lull not pre-E3 lull uh, this year but pre-summer lull and so uh, that said we've got, uh, we've got
0: good stuff so uh, uh, just happy to be here dang it, it's been we, so long <laughs> We were not here this time because we got sick Yes. And I, I'm I'm so frustrated that we got sick because both of you and I knew it was coming for like a month and a half. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I started taking stuff two months ago. I started taking vitamins, all kinds of supplements and, you know, fed on a regular basis. And I tried to beat it because this happens to us every year. And it didn't matter. Yep. It, it it got me in like, <clears throat> and I still got it. Like, I'm yeah. going to go all the way through the show with, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it drives me insane, but that's what kept us off the air. Uh, we're sort of semi well now. Yeah. Uh, you have a three year old in your house, and I have three year olds that run around my house. So. We're probably not ever going to be totally well again. Yes, but hey, we're trying. That's right. We're here, and
1: uh, we're we're, we're going to try really hard not to be three weeks before the next show. We're right. going to try. I'm not making any promises because <laughs> mm-hmm. we said that two or three times already this year and, and thus here we are but we're going to try really hard so all that said uh, really quick thanks to the Patreon guys uh, for supporting <laughs> us even when we take long breaks uh, Cabbage, Jose, Nark, Duff Josh, Hector, Spencer, Spider, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, and Luis <coughs> uh, thank you guys each and every one of you uh, we, we appreciate your support your continued support even when we take time off uh, and if you would like to support us on Patreon you can do that go by GamingUncensored.com click the become a patron link uh, there near the top of the page you get the uh, video version of this podcast, and you'll get more content soon because uh, yeah, it's almost here, and so we haven't figured out the plans of summer, but there's going to be plans in their summer, and we're going to be playing games and talking and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I'm the, excited about that.
0: There's going to be plans because I have this house, and let's be honest, the only reason that I've lived on my own for almost a year is this show. Like, I uh, I got to a point in my life where I was like, okay, we had to have a space. And so, in true Jamie Jordan fashion, I just moved out of my parents' house. Uh, so, yeah, something's going to happen because that's really the only reason I have this house.
1: Yep, uh, that's... Uh- that's fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we gotta do something. So
0: yeah, uh, yeah. All that said, how you doing, man? I, you know what? I'm I'm pretty okay. Like I said, we we both been fighting the same stuff, and that's not fun. And yeah. as we get older, it gets harder. I know everybody out there knows, but man, when you get sick, it gets hard. I had a birthday, so I'm old. Yeah, uh, there's that. I feel old and to uh, make myself feel better about being old. <laughs> I sat down a couple of days ago and, and uh, fired up some video games and that just makes everything better. And then, I, and then after I played for a couple of hours, I got really mad and we'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, but, but, I think I've come to a conclusion because I was watching you play Hogwarts this morning. Yeah. And I try to <clears throat> do the video game stuff when Jennifer is not here because, you know, she works with me and, and it's my house and I can do what I want, but I really try not to be rude. Like I really. Trying not to be that like, guy, like I'm gonna go do this. You sit over there and hang out on your phone. <laughs> she she had to do that this morning because <laughs> I was trying to catch up with Hogwarts before we did the show. And in the process of me watching that, I had this realization that I'm a year older, and I really don't think either one of us. Is ever going to grow out of this video game thing? Yeah. Like, I, I I I think at some point every year I keep thinking, okay, I'm gonna get to a point where I feel like I need to go do something else. But like when we play games, whether it's you playing Hogwarts or me watching, or you get to play with the Alpha Beta or like that's what we both Still live for at our advanced stages. Like our jobs are cool. We got families. We love our families. But this is the thing that keeps me getting up in the morning. And I don't know if that means I'm going to be a teenage boy till I die (laughs) or I have some undiagnosed. Mental problems, <laughs> but that's the way it is.
1: Yeah, we just get to be adults during the best time to be adults. You know, like that's um, true. Like we got to we got to grow up with video games, and, and I really love where we're at because every uh, every year or two, depending on how often this class gets taught. So it's been a couple of years since the last time I taught it. But there's a class that I teach that one of the things we we talk about for just a couple of class periods is video game audio, and so I just taught that class uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, talking to currently 20-year-old students about video games. And and I, I had this realization this year teaching that class about, like, how much they've missed out on because they, they were born, born in 2000, yeah. 2002, you know? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, like... Y'all, y'all never lived in a world without Xbox, you know. Right. Like to me, like Xbox is still the new guy on the scene, you know. And there's these like twenty year old students that never lived in a world without Xbox, and I'm just like, oh yeah, because I was talking, you know, I get all nostalgic in that class talking about the history of video game audio <laughs> and music and all this stuff, and I'm like talking about, I'm like, y'all don't know the struggle of any of this, you know. Well, <laughs> like, y'all are so what? spoiled.
0: I swear, one of these years, I'm gonna be around for the for the. Two weeks that you teach that <laughs> class, and I'm, we're just gonna br- bring like all the old gear. Like, I'm gonna find an Atari somewhere, <laughs> yes. and you know, we're gonna bring a Sega Genesis, we're yes. gonna so just plug it all in. Yes. Because they need to see, like, we basically, essentially grew up from zero. I mean, my first game console was an Atari that my cousin gave. Or like my cousin gave me a 2600 Yeah. He was like, I'm done with this here. And that's how I started. Yeah. And you're right, these kids don't know any of that.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild to me. But we get to be grown ups at the time when it's okay to play a video game as a grown up. You know, and yeah. it's just like it, it just is it's worked out well. So I'm yes. really happy to be uh, uh grown-up gamer. So, That said, we uh, we got to talk about some games uh, and I, I want to, well, let's talk about a movie first. <laughs> we'll yes. get into some games here in a little bit, but I'm, I'm really interested to hear uh, your take on uh, on the Mario movie. So the Mario movie has come out since last we did a show, has has like half the world changed since last we did a show. Right. Uh, but the Mario <laughs> movie happened and so we both got to see it. I got to take uh, Genevieve to go see the Mario movie. It was her first movie in a theater. We haven't ever taken her to a movie theater before, so that was her first experience at a Movie theater and she had a, a really good time and and, and loved the movie, um, and so uh, that was fun. Uh, but for our perspective of of it as a video game movie, uh, what would you think? It's
0: real good. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's really good. <laughs> it's real good, and and it's one of those things. This is why Nintendo is so wonderful and so frustrating at the same time. Because the great thing about that movie is that it's Nintendo through and through. Yeah. Like, it's all the nostalgia, it's the music, it's a whole bottle of wax, and it's a high-quality piece of entertainment. And then Nintendo does something weird, like, I don't know, release the Virtual Boy (laughs) <laughs> and so, like, like now I'm waiting on that weird Nintendo thing to happen. Like, they're rocking with Mario. They've got the greatest, biggest movie in the world right now. Like, I don't know that there has been a movie this big since, like, Maverick. Like, yeah. I, I think Maverick was probably the last really massive deal. And yep. now Mario has that spot. And so Nintendo's in a really good space, and I'm just waiting on Nintendo to do the Nintendo thing.
1: Yes, um,
0: I I don't I I liked Chris Pratt more than I thought I would. I I liked Luigi. I liked all the characters. I thought it was well done. I learned something that I should not admit. Being a host of this show. Y'all. And, and playing Mario since we were kids, it never clicked in my brain for some bizarre reason that Princess Peach was a human. <laughs> like, it never even, she's like, I came from where you came from, but I grew up here. I was like, wait, what?
1: yeah i wasn't expecting the princess peach origin story you know like that was uh, (laughs) a an interesting little aside of the movie and like you just have like mario is, is goofy and ridiculous anyway so you just don't ask questions about it but like yeah i had that same kind of thing like Oh, interesting. Like, they have this connection from the same world, and so they're like, oh, that's why they care about each other. Like, yeah. that's uh, that's where this connection comes from. I'll say, uh, you mentioned Chris Pratt there. I, I would agree. I think he did fine. I It wasn't, like, it was fine, but it could have been anybody. Like, right. it, the thing that, you know, like, it wasn't like he didn't, like, create the new bar for what Mario is. It just, it was fine. It was perfectly right. totally okay. He um,
0: what, what it is, is he didn't screw it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. It didn't come across as like weird. It was very much obviously a different take on Mario than um, than what we've had in the past because you get so much of of Mario living in human world, right? <laughs> you know? And like the the juxtaposition between human world and Mushroom Kingdom and and all that. St- stuff that just like they were able to tell the story in a different way but still be so fan service heavy that it just like it just worked well and and that you know Princess Peach was never a damsel in distress in this whole thing like it, it still worked really well and, and Bowser being this like lovesick chump you know like just yeah. it, it was a lot of of creative liberty with kind of what we think of as Mario from growing up and yet it still all made sense in kind Ta- of Mario world
0: I'm glad you brought up Jack Black. We were before uh, (laughs) the show. We were were talking about some other stuff. We'll get to that in a minute. Jack Black is fabulous.
1: Yeah, Jack Black did great.
0: I because he's just. Jack Black. I mean, that, that said, the one
1: thing I didn't like about the Bowser character is that they did the voice modulation. Like they pitch his voice down and right. it's like really obvious. Like it does it like you could tell it's Jack Black, but it, it's also obviously modulated I just, I was like, just let it be Jack Black. Like, Seth Rogen yeah. did absolutely nothing to his voice for Donkey Kong, and it's brilliant, because Donkey yeah. Kong is, like, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Like, it was just such a great embodiment of Donkey Kong. I was like, Jack Black could have just been that for Bowser. He didn't have to try to to modulate his voice down to make it work.
0: Let's talk about Seth Rogen for a second. Because I watched, I I went back couple of weeks ago and watched the Oscars on Hulu. And so I've been on this Oscar kick of watching all the Oscar movies. Mm -hmm. And the other night I watched The Fablemans and Seth Rogen is in The Fablemans Spielberg movie theoretically about Spielberg and the way that he came up or whatever. But Seth Rogen it doesn't matter what movie Seth Rogen is in; he's just Seth Rogen. Like right. he has no nuance at all. He's just, right. just goofy idiot in every movie that he plays, and that's fine. And that's what Donkey Kong was. Yeah, and it works because you're like, "Yo, Seth Rogen! I know that guy." Right. You know.
1: Yes, and and it worked for my daughter who doesn't know who Seth Rogen is because like. He makes sense as Donkey Kong too, you know. Like <laughs> it's just like right. the stupid Seth Rogen laugh as like Donkey Kong's laugh is like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. that works you know like perfect uh, spot on I wish they would have done that with Jack Black I've just let him let him perform like hearing the Peaches song so many times because Jim loves the yeah. Peaches song now and just it's it's everywhere but hearing that again in, in like that weird pitched down voice I'm like uh, I've heard Jack Black sing so much like I, I listened to Tenacious D for a long time yeah. all the time you know like it, you're just messing with his voice it just bo- bothers me not for any good reason other than it just bothers me but it just bothers me so that's a minor thing
0: Two, two, two things that I thought uh, that surprised me one I don't know if I don't remember if I was in an Atmos theater or not like I, I always go to the standard movie. I don't pay extra for the sure. XD or the Whatever they call the fancy right. at the yeah. cinema that you go to, and so I don't know if what I was listening to was at most or not. But if I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, because the audio was fabulous. I, I was I was really impressed with the audio, and I was really impressed with the animation. I yeah. I thought it was I thought it was fabulous and I sent you a text after the movie was over as I was walking out going, okay, that was clear in Chris video. It was very obviously that they 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 made it in the highest definition possible and it showed. Yes. I, yeah. I thought it was all just really well done. For the most part.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. I And you brought up the, the sound. The music was great. The scoring is, is really, really great because it's both nostalgic because they pull from a million different Mario themes. And so you get to hear all the different Mario music in there. But it's also... Interw- uh, twined with with new score, and so it it, it brings like this new uh, dimension to Mario music. So it's both familiar. Genevieve was at moments uh, going, "Oh, Mario Kart! I know that song." You know, like she just she was right. able to connect to it based on her fa- fairly limited experience with. And you Mario guys had sport. just
0: played Rainbow Road. Like y'all were <laughs> talking about that a couple yeah. weeks ago, and.
1: It's yeah, their
0: movie I mean, and she, there it is. You
1: there know? it is. And she knows that she has those connections already. And and just it's yeah, it was it was great. It was very well done. I was pleasantly surprised as I think a lot of uh the, the gaming community has been up around that movie. Uh it is one of those movies that has a very wide gap between critic score and audience score. Like if you go to Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic or something like that, just wide gaps. It's not the like it's not a Pixar movie with its sentimentality no. or anything like that. It doesn't need to be. It's 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 nostalgic and fun. It's a it's a f- uh, franchise we're familiar with. You're not trying to create something new, uh, and so we we watched Up just the other day. You know, and Up Up's is just great. brilliant, uh, just yes. a fantastic movie. Uh, up chokes me up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Mario movie didn't choke me up. That doesn't mean the Mario movie wasn't good. It was fantastic. I loved it.
0: It it really was. It, the, the one thing I will say about it is, I don't care if I see it again. Like, yeah, I saw it, it was yep. good. I'm moving to the next thing.
1: Yep, I guarantee I will see it again because I have a five year old that whenever it comes to whatever streaming service it lands <coughs> on, uh, which will be what it was, uh, it'll be, um, uh, it's illumination, so Peacock, I think. Yeah, or, I don't know, whichever one it lands on, <laughs> we'll watch it because Genevieve will be excited when she sees it's on, you know, whatever streaming service and want to watch it again. But I'm absolutely with you. I, it's a great experience. I loved it. I don't need to see it again. Uh, but I hope they make another one. I hope, you know, like at this point, and I would have said this a month ago, I want to see other Nintendo franchises get this treatment now. You know, like I wanna see like what they were able to do with uh I don't I, I hesitate to say Metroid because I both love I, it I and was am terrified gonna... by it. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, that's one I would be interested in. Uh, but or, or Zelda, obviously. That's the other one. Like, Zelda as, like, a Amazon Prime Prestige series kind of treatment would be super cool.
0: Okay, so I'm with you. I would like to see more of this. But at the same time, it's terrifying. Yes, because (laughs) it would be so easy to screw up.
1: Yes. Yeah, just because they did it well once doesn't mean that they're going to do it well with every franchise,
0: right? I mean, I mean, look at uh, Prime is a great example because I honestly believe if you really look at the content, Amazon has the highest quality content out there, but they have the issue of about every third shows a dud. Like the Lord of the Rings show wasn't that great. The Wheel of Time was just sort of okay. But then you got the, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and you got, uh, the boys you fantastic. got the boys you got you got uh Reacher, which is fantastic just every third or fourth one's kind of One is <laughs> like eh. but but the ones that are good are better than anything else on any streaming service anywhere like I, I, and so that that's kind of what i'm afraid of right. if if we start seeing
1: yeah kind con- yeah there's going to be, yeah. It's what like, <laughs> what is the third one that's not so good? You know, and that's that's right. the hard thing. Like as a fan of every franchise, you know, like make it Kirby. That's not so good, right? You know, or whatever it is. Like just so one of the ones I love and make it not so good. Like somebody suggested though that they really need to do a Luigi's Mansion, uh, like movie or or so. I was like, that could be really cool. I like, thought
0: Luigi was good.
1: Yeah, I, I did too. I, yeah. I really I enjoyed what's his name. Uh, uh, I always forget his name. The dude from uh, It's Always Sunny. Uh, yeah, uh, anyway, I thought you did a great job. Uh, and, and, <coughs> it just overall, like just every part of it was well done. So anyway, Mario movie good. Go see it if you haven't. Yes. Uh, any uh, any thoughts on Hogwarts? Really quick. Just uh, you mentioned that <laughs> earlier. Just I we've been playing more Hogwarts. It's still Hogwarts. It's 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 fun. <laughs> so,
0: it's great. So I'm I'm gonna say something that. It's gonna surprise because I was thinking about it while I was sitting watching you play this morning, and Jennifer was on the couch going, can we do something else? <laughs> um, so you used the phrase last time we were here that I'm gonna use again, which is that it's an inch deep and a mile wide. Yep. However, I just got through the video where you went, went to the cave and found Tos the House elf and, and went through that whole thing, and uh, in the midst of that video, you also rescued a hippogriff and like did a whole bunch of stuff and went flying and and I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm thinking, you know what? this is really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's got flaws, but it's really good. Yeah. And, and like, I sent you a text and <clears throat> like three weeks ago with some comment about the room of requirement. And, and you got to the point where you're picking up beasts. With like a bag that's like a ghostbuster <laughs> right. trap, which I really <laughs> love. You open it and it just sucks them right in. I I keep expecting Slimer to right. show up, <laughs> right? So so as you move along, the room of requirement keeps expanding, and you have these environments, your beasts, all these different things going on, and it's. It's just, it's fabulous. Yes, I wish there was more. Yes, I wish it was more in depth. Yes, I wish the voice acting was better, <laughs> but it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: is, it is a well executed game. Uh, that again, is it the best game of all time? Is it no. going to be game of the year? Uh, but it's a game that I don't feel bad spending time in and I, I'm, I'm happy to go back to. And it, it is, it's, it's got, Tons of flaws. Uh and again, coming off of playing God of War, which is about as polished of a game as you're gonna get, like that just is is such a, a great package. Like it it had the potential to be such a letdown, in part because it's not that level of polish. But they did such a good job in just making it feel like Hogwarts and making it feel like yes. the world of Harry Potter that you go, OK, I, I I can get around the fact that all these puzzles are really repetitive. And I'm to the point now that I'm like, I'm not I'm, there's a chest over there that I, there's a puzzle. I don't care enough to go get it because nothing is good. Like gear, for the most part, just it's biddable upgrades or whatever. And so if I run into stuff, I run
0: into stuff. But I'm kind of to the point that I'm like, can I ask you something about because that's something I don't understand. Yep. you you did something in the last. You've done it a couple of times where you, where you have your gear and your chains stuff, uh-huh. and, then, and then you go into a menu, and you can totally change his look. <laughs> but it doesn't mess with the stats can you explain that to me like,
1: i mean I, that's it that's, just, that's, that's that's the whole thing is it just changes the cosmetics of the gear because the gear looks so dumb like it just i will go along for a while with like a stupid hat and a stupid pair of glasses and that kind of stuff and i'm just like okay i can't look at this dude anymore like i'm just <laughs> i, I got <laughs> i gotta get him back to like a normal dude uh and so then i'll go through and there's just a button you press on on like the equipment screen to to update you know the appearance without changing any of the stats or anything like that. But as soon as you equip a new item, it overrides whatever you just did. And so I'll go back to looking super goofy for a while and to go, ah, I don't, I've, I've got to switch this back. Again. Okay, just yeah. I do look normal, so. And just like, whenever like, he's having like a serious conversation with someone, Like finds like, tobs or whatever the, the house elf is, like, killed by spiders. And you're like, in these like, two color glasses i'm just like i I just like it's too immersion breaking for me like i i don't really care about it all that much i don't (sighs) care about like cosmetics much in games but it's just too much for me that i've got to have this dude not looking this goofy and like what they're trying to make serious moments
0: i made the open joke for last show but really, honestly, I just keep expecting Elton to just drop in, you know,
1: or, really or a nice little like guest character somewhere
0: for Rocket Man to just start playing in the background. Like, yes. I, I just keep expecting, because it really is, it's just wacky.
1: It is very uh-huh. it is very wacky. But in again, in a good way. Like it gets over the top sometimes and the, the uh equipment is a little over the top. That's one place where I wish there was more variety and more interest is in the in the gear. Because the gear there's like three stats and and they, you know, you, you either level up or you don't. Uh it's either better or it really is just one main stat for each piece of gear that's either better or not. And then there's also the ability to have like a an enchantment, essentially. You
0: have the loom now. So yeah. You got- so you can kind of
1: add that stuff. But even then, it's not like there's just not enough of it there to make it something that I care a bunch about to do. You know, like the mechanics of it are fine. They just they didn't they didn't take enough advantage of a system to make you want to compel me to go use that system more than just like, oh, I'm in the room of requirement. Let me see if I can add an enchantment to anything. And even then, a couple of times I've done that, I'm like, oh, no, I don't care. Like, none of this stuff is interesting. I'm going to move on and do something else. Like, that's just... What is really fun about it is the world, the environment, that kind of stuff. And some of the quests are interesting like the general idea of like you are this like weird uh seer of ancient magic and like that stuff has me into it. The story's not the best story of all time, but it's interesting enough that I'm compelled by it and kind of want to see where it goes. I like a lot of the characters in the game. You know, like I want to see these side stories with these characters and all that stuff works out fine.
0: One more thing I got to ask. Two more things I got to add. Cuz you got this Field manual right, thing, and it keeps track of all the stuff yeah and and you got the challenges, and it says that you're done with like thirty percent of the challenges, but every once in a while you go into the challenge menu and you click on the thing, and then it says completed for that why do you have to click on the thing? It knows that know. you that you complete, so what does that do like
1: I mean, that unlocks whatever it is that 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 drives me a little bit nuts before I realized it, because it's not clear that you have to go to that menu to unlock whatever you unlocked. And so, for instance, the most obvious example is the Merlin trials that are throughout the the world, that they uh, give you more gear space. You can hold right. more items yeah. or more equipment. And so that's a big deal, because early on, you're just running out of gear space so fast. But you actually have to go in that challenges menu and click the button to say that you have unlocked the ability to have more gear slots before it gave me more gear slots. I didn't realize That's, I had to do that. I was like, I've done all these Merlin challenges. Why am I, I not getting more gear slots? And I just had to go into that menu and do it. And I was just like, why? Why, why yeah, don't you it just makes unlock no this? Like, just give me a little menu or a little pop-up
0: that says, congratulations,
1: you unlocked this and keep on moving. Like, right. It's just an obnoxious thing to have to go into a menu to do.
0: If I know there's a few people watching us on YouTube, and if you've watched them do like it makes no sense yeah. at, at all. I and I've been meaning to ask you why that is, and now I understand, and that's really dumb. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's, um, there's no sense. There's no reason. Uh it's just a weird hey, there's a ton of those little things, like just like a weird little design thing here or there that you're like. Why'd you why'd you do it that way, guys? That just doesn't but again, it is what it is, and, and it's fun, and I'm looking forward to getting through the main story. I'm gonna start like speed running the main story more and more because I've just I've kind of seen well, like I don't need to do more Merlin puzzles, I don't need to do more of the arithmetic puzzles
0: unless I run into them, you know. That I, kind of I stuff. was but going just, to say I'm glad you brought that up, because it looks to me like there's quite a large Amount of story left. Yeah. That that we haven't gotten through. I mean, it looks, looks to me like we've got a pretty good chunk of the yep. game still yes. left. And, and yeah.
1: We have to be done in two weeks. Yes. We the do. game is done in two weeks. Regardless of if we finish the game, it's <laughs> done in two weeks. So we got to start moving because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're on a timeline now.
0: And and to be honest with you, not only that, you know, Zulma's coming and that's why we had to be done in two weeks, but Diablo is also coming. Yes. Uh, and and so <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's great right now, but it's it's gonna take a backseat to some other stuff real quick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, so. And and so I'm a little worried because it seems like we got a lot of game left here. And uh, Yeah. I think
1: it'll move by pretty quickly, but we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, Uh, yeah, who knows? But anyway, it's great. So that said, Mm -hmm. uh, you you brought up Diablo. Let me uh, just really quickly, because we're going to kind of jump back and forth here between what is news and what is our experiences. So we already talked about the Mario movie. Just to mention this, it's in the news, so if you go by the show notes, you'll see it. Uh, It's officially uh, surpassed $500 million in box office revenue uh, globally, which is insane. It is the uh, biggest uh, uh, animated film launch of all time, surpassing Frozen 2, which is pretty nuts. Wow. Good job, Mario movie, on that. Uh, And then uh, into uh, Diablo World, and we'll get back to Diablo. Uh, here. Uh, If you didn't get a chance to play in the open beta uh, a few weeks back, uh, there is another one. They've got one more before the launch. This is May 12th through 14th. They're calling it the server slam uh, to make sure that their servers are ready. Uh, But there's another... uh, Diablo four, uh, ability to play Diablo four that you can play all the way through the first act, um, with that, uh, next one, which is cool. So if you want to play it before it launches, you've got a chance, uh, see if the servers hold up, (laughs) if you can actually get in, which will be a fun little game to play. Uh, so, uh, and I'll mention too, just really quickly, uh, one more story that you'll find in the news, but this was encouraging about Diablo (laughs) four, Uh is uh it the Blizzard is saying it's not intended to be a live service game, that they're not developing it to be an ongoing game that never ends, that there is a pinnacle boss encounter. I don't know
0: why, because end. Diablo 3 is still going.
1: Sure. And I mean you mm. can play these games forever theoretically. But well, I do no, like
0: I'm I'm saying they're running seasons right now. Oh, like, sure. They're yeah. r- <laughs> they're on season twenty-eight of Diablo three. I know, because I just logged in.
1: Which is great, uh, but it is nice to also say here's where the game itself ends, and then everything else after that is is kind of icing on the cake or whatever. And so, uh, I like that idea. We'll see how much it it executes there, because there's obviously a ton of kind of live service in this as well, uh, and will continue to be. That's part of gaming at this point, and trying to find that balance is going to be something we'll be. Talking about and complaining about for probably the rest of our lives.
0: Yes, and, and, <laughs> and here's where So the, that
1: said. Talk here, to us about Diablo Three a little bit.
0: Here's where the complaining section <laughs> of the show starts because I I played Diablo Three the last two weeks because what three weeks ago was the last uh, Diablo Four beta and I was frustrated because I couldn't download it because I'm running on a Mac, and we we went through all that on the last show. And so I decided since I wanted to play something, I would just download Diablo 3 and finish the Reaper of Souls uh, DLC that I've had forever and just haven't had time to finish. Two things you got to know about Diablo that I'm really excited about Diablo 3 on this monitor looks fantastic like it's the only game that I've used that takes full advantage of the screen and you know it's it's a 2K monitor and you can see everything and you can read everything and I'm like this is wonderful I'm so excited about Diablo 4 and So I decide while I'm playing, I'm just going to go look and see if Resurrected is available because I'm having so much fun here that I'll just buy Resurrected, play some Diablo 2 till Diablo 4 comes out. It's not available on the Mac. Yeah. How that happens, I do not understand. So... I go back to playing Diablo 3 and it turns out that the Reaper of Souls DLC is only about two hours long. Like I've had this, this DLC forever, paid like 20 bucks for it. And I sat down Saturday and, and like, I'm going to finish this. And it literally took. Two hours. <laughs> and during the whole two hours, I, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm gonna get to a a monster or a boss that that is going to affect me in some way. Yeah. And I got to the very end of to the very final boss. And to just test it, I just stood there and let him beat on me. <laughs> And he couldn't, like, he was hitting me, but I was so geared up that he couldn't affect my life bar at all. And I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> and so I just finished it. And it said, you know, you finished the album thing, congratulations or whatever, and you scroll the, the, uh, the credits, and then you go back to the main screen where it says do you want to start another game with this character, and my immediate thought was, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Like we're both really excited about Diablo Four, but I am so afraid that Diablo Four is not going to be a, ch- a challenge, and. Let me be clear that I'm not looking for a Dark Souls game. I'm not looking to get the floor wiped with my character. I'm I'm not looking for that. But I'm looking for something that at least makes me want to keep playing until I figure out how to beat this particular boss. And granted, you did not get that in God of War until you got to the, uh, what are they called, the Berserkers or something. And so I know that's a rare thing in gaming these days, but I'm, I'm really kind of nervous about Diablo 4 because my character in Diablo 3 is not even level like he's like level fifty six he's not even a sixty yeah and 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 I'm just sitting there, letting Malfield just beat on me, and he's <laughs> like there's nothing he can do, and I'm going, really and, and so I really am i'm I'm nervous about the elbow four, and i'm 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 frustrated. With Wizard being Wizard, because Resurrected is not available, the Diablo Four is not going to be available. Like at some point in the next two weeks, if I want to play the Diablo Four in a month, I'm gonna to have to move my rig. Yeah, and and you're not here, and that's scary. Like I don't want some random person moving that rig just so i can play the album 4 so i'm a little frustrated i'm a little worried i know you played the beta i know you were relatively happy with it but i really have some unease about what we're going to get into
1: yeah i, th- I think that's fair uh and again it's uh we grew up with Diablo 2 uh and that is our bar for this and and they're just never going to do that again like it just in, in part just like i don't think they have the ability to uh to, to do something that is going to make us feel the way that we felt about Diablo 2 20 whatever years ago at this point i i am encouraged enough from playing the beta of Diablo 4 that i'm going to enjoy it more than Diablo 3 which i enjoyed uh yeah. i thought Diablo 3 was fine but we were comparing it so much to Diablo 2 that just Like, it obviously wasn't that. Like, I think this will be somewhere in between. It's not going to be as good as Diablo 2 was for us because Diablo 2 was a beautiful gaming moment. But I think it's going to be something that we enjoy more than we ended up enjoying Diablo 3, which, again, is something that we enjoyed. It's not... (laughs) Diablo 3 wasn't bad. It's just that it was trying to be in the, you know, same shoes as one of our favorite games of all time, and it just couldn't live up to that.
0: To to steal a line from Pardon the Interruption... I remember what I say on this show, and I remember what you say on this show, and you said something ten years ago or fifteen years ago, <laughs> whenever Diablo Three came out that it stuck with me if if Diablo Three had come out and been called anything else,, mm-hmm. it would have been a fabulous game. Mm-hmm. It was just the fact that it's called Diablo. Yeah. And we, like I said, we have that bar. And if it had any other name, it'd be fabulous. Yeah. But it doesn't. Uh, another
1: way to say that is Diablo 3 feels like a really good Diablo clone, but it doesn't feel like a really good Diablo. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's just not I, quite the, the same experience that that Diablo 2 was for us. Right. And Diablo 4 is not gonna be that either. It's it's gonna be very different. But it felt more like Diablo 2 to me than Diablo 3 ever did.
0: And and I, I will tell you, I think it it can be done again, maybe not by Blizzard, but like Path of Exile is closer to Diablo 2 than Diablo 3 is. It's sure. not Diablo 2, but like I can fire a path of exile, and some of those areas I have to worry about getting wasted because there are serious hordes um so I think it can be done again. I just don't know that it can be done by wizard,
1: yeah, that's fair uh and and it's also like this is a little off uh, where we're going with it. But to me too, it's a little bit that this is just not a a type of game that's, really common anymore either you know this kind of point and click slasher thing that diablo is the loot side has become a uh, uh, a big part of mm. of gaming we've got all of these looter shooter kind of games out there now which diablo had a lot to do with those games coming about but the actual just gameplay of this that there's just not a lot to compare it to other than itself and you know couple of other things path of Exiles, uh whatever is you know like we've got some other things that we can a little bit but it's just not something that's so common that we go okay yeah it's definitely better than this one it's definitely being pushed by this one like it's just this genre that kind of diablo establishes what it is and so like there's just nothing that's that's creating this a uh, need for uh, uh, like being uh, revolutionary in any way in this genre. Like it, right. it's all them. Like they own it, and so there's just nothing that's pushing them to do something that pushes that genre forward in any and like,
0: way. Like you said, I don't know that they want to because it has to be available on consoles and accessible to yeah. console people. And, sure. and we're in a different space and the way that I know that is because when you fire a battle uh, net the first thing you see is not Diablo it's modern warfare <laughs> and, and I'm like okay that's that's <laughs> weird, that is weird. Um, that's it, it, just, it just doesn't really it doesn't really feel right and so they're they're not looking to do what we are essentially asking them to do, yes, which that's correct, and, and so it's more on us than it is on them. I, I let me just we gotta wrap this up, but I think you brought up God of War earlier and how good God of War is, and and how well put together that was. And we have in the show notes that there is a new horizon coming, which everybody knows and is looking forward to. But I I have noticed in the last couple of months that playing those games that are exceptional is a very rare thing. And it always has been a very rare thing. Like you get one or two of those a year and everything else is just sort of okay. Yeah. Right. And, And it's been that way since we started this. I just think it's getting more and more, it's getting more and more obvious because there are games everywhere. Yes. Okay. You can play ev- you can play games on every platform that you want to play games on. And so when you get one like a God of War that is exceptional. And and we've played better games than God of War. Like God of War is really oh, yeah. good. We've played better games than God of War, even For sure. um. So when you get one of those, it's really, really ra- rare and you set it with with Hogwarts, after you played something like God of War, it's really hard for everything else to not be a letdown. <laughs> right? Right. And and I I just, I feel like what a lot of people are looking for because they wanted it with cyberpunk and they wanted it with with insert of the game here and the other franchise that fits into this is The Witcher. Everybody's looking for that game that's exceptional. And I think we just have to remember that they're super rare. And that's why they get the acclaim that they get.
1: Yes. It is hard to make a very good game. Yes. (laughs) It takes... So much and any little thing that can, like, mess up during the production uh, cycle and get that what could be a really good game to be an okay game, like, happens all the time. And, like, going back to Hogwarts, it's just a really good example of it. There's a ton of decisions that they could have made that would have made it a, you know, great game of the year contender type game. But they didn't because it's hard. <laughs> not because they didn't want to, right. not necessarily because they didn't even know what it is, but because it's hard. <laughs> like it's just a difficult thing to do. Uh I saw something on Twitter that's uh uh so, so of course Zelda comes out a couple weeks, then we get Diablo, there's a new Street Fighter game coming, and then there's Final Fantasy, and all four of those games are gonna be out by the end of June. That like are some of the biggest franchises of all time, all of which are more than two decades old, three decades old. Like it just is nuts how like established that those games, you know, franchises are. And they're probably all going to be slightly disappointing compared to our uh like benchmark of what those series should be. I Street Fighters so the one I'm kind of taking it out of that because I haven't been the Street Fighter no. for 20 years really. But Final Fantasy Diablo Zelda, mm-hmm. we're gonna play all three of those games. Yes. And they're probably not going to be as good as the, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Probably not going to be as good as Breath of the Wild. Like, just and that's the one that like the most recent game of that franchise to me, is the best, you know. But it's not going to be that good, more than likely. Diablo Four is not going to be as good as Diablo Two. Final Fantasy Sixteen is not going to be as good as Final Fantasy Six, Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Ten, all the Final Fantasies that we love. Like, it's both awesome that we get those games as forty-year-old dudes. And also we got to remember that like they're fantastic franchises that these games aren't going to likely be the best of that franchise because it's really hard to outdo already some of the best games of all time.
0: It it really is. And, and I, I think that first of all, we need to do the show more. And secondly, <laughs> uh, we we need to, because I'm like you, I'm nervous about Tears of the Kingdom because there's no way that that it's going to be as good as Breath of the Wild. Like, and, yeah, and just I I watched the gameplay video and uh, about the time stuff and and doing the different abilities that you have. And it's like. Okay, yeah. Are we playing Zelda Matrix or like, <laughs> like what, what what is this exactly? Um, yeah. so yeah, I'm I'm we're super excited about it. We're gonna play the crap out of it and we're gonna talk to you until you're bored to death. But <laughs> yes. I'm also kind of scared of it.
1: Yes. Yeah, in the same way I'm scared of Diablo. Like it just is like that's the the flip side of having these franchises that we adore still being relevant, is that like they're always going to also be ready to let us down. And the fact that Breath of the Wild was as fantastic as it was is the exception to the rule. Skyward Sword wasn't the best Zelda game. Twilight Princess wasn't the best Zelda game. You know, like, it had been a long time since Ocarina of Time and Majora's Masks, which were the kind of benchmark of Zelda games before Breath of the Wild. You know, like, it just, that's how it works. You know, And, and to me, like, Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. Like, in order for t- Tears of the Kingdom to be better than Breath of the Wild, it has to be better than every other game I've ever played, you know? <laughs> like, right. it just is, like, I can't go into it with that expectation because there's no way that it could live up to that, ex- probably. Maybe it does, it blows us away, and we go, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it's better than Breath of the Wild, it's the best game I've ever played, you know? But it just is highly unlikely. We just gotta go in with expectations of, like, we're going to enjoy this, and it's going to be good, and it's probably not going to live up to a predecessor either, from five years ago or twenty-five years ago. Mm-hmm. In the case of Diablo, you know, like it just that's that's where we're at. And, and right. if we could put those blinders on and still have fun with those games, which we will, we'll complain about them because that's what we do. But we're going to like those games. We're going to have a good time with them, and at the end of the day, that's a really nice thing.
0: And the, the little alcohol, which we didn't have that when old, we were growing up, so this is true. Yeah, I've I've learned that changing everything. <laughs> I, I, I still you.
1: remember that stupid shrine in Breath of the Wild that we were playing at your house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that it just could not get
1: through. Uh, yeah. Yes, it does make things more fun.
0: Yes, it does. And I, I found this. I, I, I should not say this on the air, but I found this chocolate wine. That, that we're going to add to the rotation when you're here because it's called Coca-Vine Wine and it's probably awful of for you, but it's fabulous. Yeah. It's like, it's like drinking chocolate milk, but with alcohol in it. And it's, it's, it's I, I had some last night and all I could think was, this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just changes everything, it, and I never thought that we would get to an age in our lives where video games would be better if we added alcohol. But they really are,
1: for sure. No, so uh, that's uh, that's true. I, I, at this point, I have. Uh, uh, old-fashioned or a, a margarita or something just about every night while I'm playing video games. So every time yeah. you're watching me play Hogwarts, <laughs> it's about, I've got a drink next to me. So yeah.
0: uh,
1: It is it is kind of like, that's how I wrap up my day right now, is with a drink and a little bit of video game time. It is fantastic. I, I wouldn't ask for it any other way.
0: So I'm loving every bit of it.
1: All that said, uh, really quickly, just one more story I want to bring up here for us to complain about, because it's fun to complain about these uh, stories. Uh, Redfall, which is the next uh, Bethesda title uh, coming out, uh, the next, uh, excuse me, uh, Bethesda title, Arcane title Mm -hmm. uh, coming out. Uh, That's not one that I think either one of us is particularly looking forward to or care about all that much or whatever. But it's notable just insofar as that it's, you know, one of these games in this from a developer that we really like. And so that matters. Uh, That said, uh, the news came out that it will be capped at 30 frames per second. Even on Xbox Series X, it's uh, <laughs> uh, coming out uh, on Game Pass and, and whatever, because it's you know under the, the auspices of, of Microsoft at this point. Uh, but the fact that it's it's capped at 30 frames per second just seems like the silliest, most ridiculous thing in 2023. And, and this isn't something that we would have said even in the recent past, but having like played games at 60 frames per second now and gotten really, you know, uh, used to having games at 60 frames per second. Uh, the idea that Redfall, a game that is coming out in 2023 on current generation consoles, especially now we got to call these things current generation on the Xbox Series X, is going to be 30 frames per second and we'll get a patch in the future that will up it to 60 frames per second but all the gameplay they've been showing about this game since they've announced it has all been 60 frames per second now that it just it boggles my mind it's just the weirdest thing that, that they're putting this game out in, in 30 mm. frames per second to me
0: and so, it's such not a big deal but it is <laughs> it just, it, yeah. it, I, you know what it is and I I wanted. To talk about some content and stuff, and we're not gonna have time because we gotta go, you got some some somewhere to be. But like we we have, we have, you and I have, I'm going to say poo-pooed the idea of a <laughs> of a 4K screen for a very, very long time. Chad has been screaming at a 4, 4K fabulous must have 4K. And and I have just just to reiterate the fact that the only reason that I have this house that I'm sitting in is for this show, I bought the screen that's in my living room to do 120 frames per second, not because I needed it, but because you and I could I knew that we would plug something into it, and I wanted the ability to do 120 frames per second. I've had that television for a year and a half. I still haven't found anything that does 120. Okay? It it just it it doesn't exist. And if it doesn't if it does exist, we haven't found it. All of that to say, there are very few reasons, I feel like, to own a 4K screen at this point. And yeah, all of you guys can email us and yell at us and tell us we're stupid, but there just there just really is not that many reasons 204k screen at this point. But I'll tell you something. There is no reason in 2023 that any game anywhere should be running at 30 frames per second. Yeah. There is zero reason for that. Okay, you can tell me why a game is not running at 120 or why something is not at 4K. Like eighty percent of what I watch is not at 4K. And yeah. it's fine. It it doesn't matter. But but to have a game coming out in twenty twenty three running at thirty frames per second, and then saying, Oh, but it's fine will bring you a patch is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Just fix it instead of patching it.
1: Yeah. And it's, again, it, especially with the game like Redfall that's this shooter-ish game, uh, that, like, that responsiveness matters. Like, you could feel it. Like, that's something yeah. people are going to care about more than the, the difference between, you know, 1080, 1440 4k Mm -hmm. like that matters too but that resolution isn't going to be something you feel the same way that you feel the the frame rate difference and that was something that we bought into very quickly playing ratchet and clank and and just playing with the different quality and performance modes and that kind of stuff like it just it just it it's not comfortable like it just is is so obviously (laughs) like the thing that makes the gameplay experience better you know uh like it just yeah, it just like if you're going to sacrifice resolution or frame rate, it surprises me that you've, uh, you, you sacrifice sacrificed frame rate. Like it just, it feels like it should be daily, except for the fact that, you know, like people see 4K as a, you know, a marketing term and want to be able to market on 4K. And, like, man, and you know what? Know, <laughs> like, I, it's just not going to be a thing.
0: I think that's all of it. Like, everybody wants to be 4K. Every. Every piece of content that you that you see, that's new. Oh, it's four K, right? And, but ninety percent of it, like you don't know. Like I, I, I have okay. It's we we don't have time to talk about this, but it's baseball season. It's your favorite time of year, <laughs> yes. okay? Like like this is your time of year that you have a really good time. And I have wondered to myself, watching a baseball game in the afternoon, something that we both do on, on given afternoons when we both sure. have time, I have wondered to myself, I wonder how much different this game looks in 4K. But at the end of the day, I don't pay for the upgrade on whatever service that I'm using because it doesn't really matter that much. You know what matters? The audio and the frame rate. That's yeah. what matters.
1: Yeah, specifically for a game like just that you, you just can't. So anyway, all that said, uh, there are show notes we didn't get to. So go by the show notes gaminguncensored dot uh, if you want to uh, see uh, some of that stuff. Uh, really quickly on releases, I mention a couple of of uh, important releases. Dead Island Two is finally out. <laughs> (laughs) Floating for a Long Time currently has a Metacritic score of 74, which is exactly what I would expect from Dead Island 2, even if it would have came out seven years ago or whatever. Uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West uh, Burning Shores also out really like to get to that one i don't know if we're gonna to get to that one before zelda but man I'd nope. really like to get to that one uh but it's got an 82 metacritic which is fine uh again about what i would expect that uh to be um not a lot of other i'm trying to see if there's anything else uh major that came out we talked about all the <laughs> brutalness with uh with the last of us on pc uh last time uh that's apparently getting slightly better but still has a long way to go so uh this is the time of year where we don't have a ton of releases but we're about to have a ton of releases like again just within the next two months two months from today almost exactly we're gonna get zelda diablo 4 and final fantasy 16 all those games will be out two months from today which is just crazy (laughs) just absolutely wild
0: With, with that being said is there any way that i can get like a week we, we got to figure out something in, in the next because I don't want to do all of this solo. Like, yes, I, I, I want you to come park in my living room for a significant period of time just to run through all of this stuff. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to have to spend some time with it because it's just so much. So, yeah. Uh, exciting times ahead.
0: It, there is. And, and there's lots more to talk about. We don't have time. I will tell you that if you have a 4K screen and if you're looking for something that is worth watching in 4K, the the Mandalorian is it also and or or fabulous. I was going to do this whole thing about how fabulous uh, (laughs) Disney Plus content is. It's literally the only reason to have a 4K screen at this point, I I think, because you can really tell. like. Those, those shows are fabulous. And I feel like every time I fire one of them up, I'm, I'm, I'm watching a, a Star Wars movie. I never thought I would say that when Disney bought Lucas, but they really are that good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Andor is phenomenal. Yeah. Really, really well done. The Mandalorian we were talking about a little bit before we fired up the mics. Also very good. I'm still loving the Mandalorian. Uh it it needs some direction. <laughs> it, it, this third season's kind of just flailing about. But it's still very good. I still am thoroughly enjoying it. It's a little bit more campy now, but it's still very fun.
0: We we were talking about Carl Carl Weathers before we (laughs) fired up the the mics. Not only is he acting in this, but he's directing several of these episodes. I don't know. I didn't realize all that. that. Okay. Uh, Way to go, Carl Weathers. You should look at the the credits. it is the most bizarre cast,
1: just like all the way through that you have Apollo Creed and you have Gus Fring. And now we have Joel, uh, you know, <laughs> as like, the- okay.
0: So the only one that feels like she fits is Katie Sackhoff. I yeah. love Katie Sackhoff because she did Battlestar and, and, uh, did a bunch of other Sci-Fi yeah. is what she does. I love yes. Katie Sackhoff and everything. Yeah. Uh, but she's the only one that feels like she should be there. The rest of them, it's like, wait, what?
1: Uh, <laughs> and again, and, Jack Black and Lizzo. Uh. <laughs>
0: and and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Every time Every time I see sweet from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I'm like, yes! That's not right! What is that? Like, yes, I keep I keep looking around going, where's Anthony Keenis? Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah,
1: Flea showing up in, in TV shows just blows my mind to movies or whatever. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> we gotta go. He's gotta pick up a kid. That's all we've got for right now. Y'all know where all the stuff is: Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, George's on Patreon. We don't know why. I've been talking to a lady. Uh, that tells me that we can make a whole lot of money on Patreon if we would just put in some effort. And my response is, yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're probably right. <laughs> so, uh, we so, are us. So. so, 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 yeah, y'all know where everything is and you're here because you love us. And, and we thank you so much for that because we don't intend to take months off. Uh, and we swear we'll be back. As soon as we possibly can. But for right now I'm Jamie. That's Tommy. This is Gaming Uncensored. And we are out. Would you like to submit a segment for the show? Send it to gaminguncensored at gmail.com And don't worry. We'll play just about anything. Gaming Uncensored.